my guy Adam Rank from NFL Network Fantasy Expert. And he loves himself some wrestling, too. Adam, how are you, man? Andy, I'm doing well, brother. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. And Adam, I, I got to tell you, you are a must-follow on Twitter, not just for the fantasy advice at Adam Rank, but also just some of the side tweets. Like, the one I love, and I was keeling over laughing, was uh, Andrew Luck's mustache has him primed for a heel turn this season. It's true! <laughs> he looks like he's ready to hit somebody with a chair. Oh, 100%. Like, this is like, oh, he's turning. Like, if he walks down the ramp at SummerSlam, you're like, okay. He's going to hit Jarny Gargano up the, upside the head with the, with the folding chair. Right, and no one sees it coming. It's perfect. It's just perfect. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, Adam, I want to get to uh, a couple Twitter questions here, and we'll, then we'll work into some fantasy draft strategy. So, first one coming from at JCB6. Say, can you ask Adam where he thinks Julian Edelman should be drafted, suspended for the first four games? Not sure if he's worth it with all the time that he's missing. Yeah, it's a tough uh, situation when you have guys on suspension because a couple of years ago, Le'Veon Bell was suspended for a couple of games. A lot of people passed him, uh, and it ended up costing them because he was so good down the end of the season. But I wouldn't put Julian Edelman in that category. Like, he's good. He's He's great in PPR leagues, and he's consistent and everything like that. And we're, we're seeing his, peep, his uh, average draft position right now going right around the sixth round, which for me is still a little too rich for my blood. Some of the players who will be grouped in there with him are Marvin Jones, who's pretty consistent with the Lions. But one guy I absolutely love this year is Michael Crabtree. Uh, he's got a new team with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens lost. 25 red zone targets with Ben Watson and Mike Wallace leaving the team. Uh, and so there's a big void there to be filled by Crabtree, who had 14 red zone targets last year, 10 inside the 10-yard line, which was top five in the NFL last year. So as Joe Flacco is on his rebound tour, uh, his redemption back to elite status uh, with Lamar Miller behind him there, I think it's going to be a good year for Flacco. I think it's going to end up being a great year for Crabtree. So in that spot where we're seeing Edelman go off the board, I would take a look at somebody like that and uh, play it a little bit safer, look for him or a guy like Emmanuel Sanders instead. And Adam, when we're talking about the Ravens, something that would help Flacco's comeback would be a solid running game, something they have not had in a while. Alex Collins seems primed, and he's kind of falls in, I guess, that maybe Tier 3 running back group. What should we expect out of Alex Collins for the Ravens? Yeah, he's been one of my favorite guys uh, when doing my mocks right now. Uh, Like you said, he came on kind of out of nowhere. People kind of dismissed him when he went to Baltimore because it didn't work out well for him in Seattle. But I think we can point to the offensive line being the main culprit. So he goes to to Baltimore and gets an opportunity to play uh, to get the bulk of the carries. And he performed pretty well. And I think people are still in that mode where they're kind of not sure what to make of him. I do see that his ADP is kind of starting to crawl up. Uh, I mean, a couple of, like, four weeks ago, uh, you would have probably been able to get him in the fifth round. Now he's starting to creep into the third round. Uh, right there at the end, he's going around the guys like uh, Royce Freeman, Derek Henry. Mm-hmm. I would definitely take – I would take Collins over them. I actually would like Derek – or I, I would like Alex Collins more than LaShawn McCoy – uh, this year, even though McCoy's got some legal troubles and there's going to be some shake out of that possibly in the future. I just older running backs like that. I, I tend to pass on, but if you're going to go wide receiver, wide receiver uh, with your first two picks, Alex Collins isn't a bad spot to start when you start looking at the running back position. 
And Adam, when we if we jump back to the missing time conversation with Julian Edelman and going with running backs here, Mark Ingram, part of that two-headed monster out of New Orleans. And here's the guy really coming on strong in the later portion of his career at 28 years old. But he's going to miss some time. Alvin Kamara's there. Not that you'd ever want Ingram as your RB1, but is there a chance you could get some value, pick him up, and kind of uh, stash him away for a little while? 100%, because he was so effective last year with Alvin Kamara in there, yeah. stealing or siphoning some of the work. But that's always what Sean Payton has done. He's never really had that one bell cow running back that you can count on each and every year. And the, and the joke with Mark Ingram for so long was the on pace. Like, he was on pace for a 1,000 yards. It seemed like he was going to be. He's like one of those movie stars who you think is going to be like, oh, he's a great co-star. Eventually, we'll give him his own movie, and it'll, you know, it'll, it'll be a box office draw. It doesn't work out, and that's kind of what Mark Ingram was. And I think, again, like, he's not going to be drafted very high in your league. I know when you, do, when you look at, like, industry mocks and you look at the ADP now, it's, it's a lot of sharp – I don't want to say sharp people, but it's like the hardcores, like the, mm. the dudes who watch, you know, Ring of Honor. Like, those hardcores <laughs> are always going to be a little bit different. Like, you talk about me, I'll talk Young Bucks. Yeah. and hangman page till the cows come home. But I think for most people who enjoy fantasy football, I, I think they look at any player who's going to be suspended, put up the, the, put up the X automatically, don't want to draft him. So if you're sitting there in the 6th, 7th, 8th round and Mark Ingram's still available, realize that while he will not work out for you in that first month, he's somebody who could possibly finish strong. And I think he's going to be one of those guys that at the end of the year when you look at Ross, like, oh, how are you able to win your league? You're like, well, I... I snagged Mark Ingram when nobody else was mm-hmm. going after him, and I think he's going to be valuable. In conversation with Adam Rank, NFL Network fantasy analyst, I must follow on Twitter, at Adam Rank, including, including this beauty from the other day that you tweeted out. Adrian Peterson, who just signed with Washington. Adrian Peterson is like one of those bands that was awesome in the 90s, but is now playing Fairgrounds, the opening of grocery stores. But you say you're in. Uh, with, with Washington, really, with Darius Geis going down, so disappointing. I had high expectations for him. You have Chris Thompson kind of as the third down back. Any idea what to expect out of AP? I don't know. I'm still, I'm still drawn to the big name. You know, know, I'm walking know. down Fremont Street in Las Vegas, and I see Smash Mouth playing a free show. You know, I'm going to go check it out. I really, Why not? I'm going to go yeah. check it out. It's free. We're going to probably play the song from Shaq and walking on the sun and all the hits like they still play the hits like right. they're a little bit different they're not quite what you remembered from you know 10 15 years ago but still kind of effective um i i think that there could be some value just based on the volume now of course we're sitting here you know heading into the third week of the preseason and adrian peterson looks like the incumbent and you hope that he can go out there given the opportunity to give you a little bit of life um we still got to see the way things shake out um there could be some, you know, somebody could swing a trade. I know uh, my friend Mark Sessler wrote a great piece on NFL.com today about some trades that could happen. Like Amir Abdullah could be somebody who's on the move. I've watched the Vikings play this year, uh, and I've been really impressed. Obviously, Dalvin Cook's going to be the starter, but mm-hmm. Mike Boone and Rock Thomas have looked really good to where you, you see Latavius Murray, who had two fumbles against the Jags. One of them they lost, but one they recovered. But he still fumbled the ball twice. You look at Latavius Murray, like, how is that guy not on the move? How is Washington not setting their sights on them? So until we see, until we see who is on the depth chart for the Redskins when the season starts, I'm for right now, like, it's fun. It's a fun nostalgia thing. Uh, your producer and I were talking before I came on, like, Peterson did have that nice game for the Cardinals last year. So it's like, ah, it's kind of fun. I, I enjoy now the, the, the specter of picking up 
Adrian Peterson in the 13th round, whereas, you know, five years ago, he was the consensus number one guy. Exactly. Get the cheap pop coming out, right, for the old timers. I like it. It is the nostalgia <laughs> one. You're like, oh, here come the Dudley boys. Congrats. You're like, did yeah, I yeah. really care about the Dudley boys that much when they were stars? Like, yeah, maybe. But, you know, but now it's like, oh, my God, like the legend of them has grown by leaps and bounds. Exactly. Uh, let's get to another Twitter question here, Adam, from at Joey M. Wilson. He says, 12-team, 2QB, PPR league. Gurley is going to go first overall. Who do I take at number two overall? I really like David Johnson Hmm. rebounding this year. I like Alvin Kamara uh, as well. But I think David Johnson, given the opportunity in Arizona, I know a lot of people are concerned uh, he's coming off of an injury, which, again, people just – you got to look at the context. He's coming off a wrist injury. He's not coming off a knee or lower leg injury or anything that you really need to be concerned about. He could have played last year. I, I think that if the, if the Cardinals had been in the playoff hunt, he would have played a lot more at the end of the season. They would have found a way to get him out on the field. Uh, but he's not. none of that's happening. He's their number one running back without dispute. He's their number two guy in terms of targets. Uh, and if the Birds struggle a little bit this year, uh, they're going to be throwing the rock a lot more, which is actually better for him. I'd rather have David Johnson catching the ball out of the backfield than running in between the tackles, even though he's good at both. And you look at the quarterback situation, I really like it. I mean, Sam Bradford, he's got that injury history, and people like to make their jokes. But he's an effective quarterback. Over qu- Quarterbacks over the last two years with at least 15 starts, nobody has a higher completion percentage than Sam Bradford. And if something goes wrong – uh, as long as they don't go to Mike Glennon and instead oh. go to Josh Rosen. Yeah, but the Mike Glennon thing, like, stop it. Like, I know. I understand you need somebody there, but let's just stop it. I think Josh <laughs> Rosen can come in and do very well for the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Mike Glennon, goodbye. <laughs> and, and you know what, uh, Adam, you can go with any of those two scenarios because if Rosen gets in, what's a young quarterback's best friend? Check down to the running back, Sam Bradford. High completion <laughs> Throws, right? So David Johnson in 2016 had 120 targets plus rush for over 1,200 yards. So I'm with you. It's not a knee. It's a wrist. And, yeah, that, that team, I think, or David Johnson specifically, could be primed for a huge breakout. And, hey, if, if you can get him uh, second overall or, or even if he drops a little bit, he still looks like a value at four overall. No, 100%. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that a lot of people get scared off mm-hmm. and, and don't want to deal with that. Uh, and you see, you know, because crazy things always happen in the draft. Like, it's so uncontrollable because somebody will be like, ah, I'm taking Saquon at two. And you're like, okay, well, that just changes everything. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we see that a lot, especially when we have our friends who might not keep up to date with as much as we do. Mm. Uh, and also uh, to, that, to that tweeter's question, I know he said it was a two-quarterback league. I will advise – I'm sure he's done it before, or he or she has done it before. Um, make sure you grab a quarterback with your second or third pick because you're so – like being in 12 teams, you're so far away that when the runs start, yeah. like if there's six people are all of a sudden going to start picking quarterbacks. And I know it's such a hipster thing, like twirly mustaches and berets, <laughs> to, to, take, to wait on quarterbacks. But in those two quarterback leagues, it is no joke. you got to jump in early on the quarterback position. And last one for you here, Adam. General fantasy draft strategy, and you hit on a couple of great points there. 
Do you advise going running back first, like as far as, as the, the first pick, depending where you're drafting, if one of those guys compared to a receiver? Because although we've seen last year a couple of those tandems out of Atlanta and out of New Orleans where the two running back system did work, boy, it seems like if you get stuck without one of those, those bell cows and, and in one of those committees, it's going to be a long year at that position. Yeah, but outside of the first four picks, you're kind of rolling the dice, yeah. assuming that you know, assuming Antonio Brown is not going in the first four picks. Sure. And I just, I think a lot of times you just got to have like a, an amoeba type of uh, a philosophy of the you got to you can have a plan, but your plan is going to go out the window once somebody takes Aaron Rodgers seventh overall, <laughs> and then it throws everything into a tizzy. So you just got to be prepared for all sorts of scenarios. So if I'm in the top four, odds are I'm taking a running back. Uh, I don't want to mess around with it. I feel like, well, at that point, because of the value, I'm going to go running back in those first four spots. But in a lot of leagues where I'm at the button, where I'm at the eighth pick or whatever it is, uh, I've been looking at receiver, receiver. Unless something goofy happens, like David Johnson falls to the eighth pick because nobody wants to draft him or whatever it is, I like going wide receiver, wide receiver. And then that it comes back around with, like, well, then I'm ending up with Alex Collins and Jordan Howard as my running backs, which is fine as long as I have, you know, if I'm starting my team with Odell Beckham Jr. and Devontae Adams, it's like I'm fine with Alex Collins. So I, I think you just need to, to go with the flow. And I think the number one thing, too, is know what your league's scoring system is. Mm-hmm. Like make sure that, uh, you know, if your quarterbacks are rewarded with six points for passing touchdowns, that's going to be a difference. If there's no points or no negative points for interceptions, that's a huge thing. Uh, so there's a lot of – a lot of moving parts. So make sure if your league's a PPR, if it's not, if you're getting a point for first down, whatever it is, just take some time, understand the rules, and uh, just be ready to go with the flow. And ultimately, I know a lot of people worry about reaching for players. Like you're never, don't, don't worry about reaching. Don't don't worry about your friends making fun of you. If you have a player that you have your heart set on, it's fine to take them. Now, I'm not saying that you draft Trey Burton in the first round. Have some knowledge <laughs> of ADP. Have some but if class. You're sitting there, you know, but like if you're sitting there at the seventh round and his ADP is the eighth round and you're trying to get too cute, odds are you'll end up missing out. So yeah. within reason, don't be afraid of reaching. It's your team. Have fun. And I know somebody asked me the other day, they're like, can I draft Alvin Kamara first? And I'm like, of course you can. Like, I'm never going to – like, he's a stud. Like, I'm not going to argue with you um, or anything like that. Or if you have the first overall pick and you don't – you can't figure out, you know, Gurley or Bell. Like, just take the dude you want to root for. They're both good. So have fun with it and, uh, you know, just, just go with the flow. I, I like that. Adam, uh, great advice as always, man. And people can follow your work on Twitter at Adam Rank, of course, NFL Network. And you're on Saturdays at 9 a.m. on NFL Network. Is that right? Oh, my gosh. I'm on all over the place. We do Good Morning <laughs> Football on the weekends because uh, Good Morning Football is also going to be on Sunday this Ooh. year, so Saturday and Sunday. So Good Morning Football is on seven days a week. Awesome. I, uh, I do the weekend editions, and then we do have NFL Fantasy Live, which you can catch uh, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Perfect. Uh, Adam, great stuff as always, buddy. Thank you. Andy, the pleasure was all on this side of the phone. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Adam Rank, one of the best in the business, folks.